You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Time now for the Six Rings Post Game Show. Breaking down everything Patriots. Now, here's Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. Well, you know, it's been building. They've been outscored 59 to 3 the last six quarters. At some point, you got to stand up and be who you are. Mm-hmm. Wow. And right now, I'm taking some, I'm taking notes right now in the mm-hmm. second well, half. Well, maybe so this it, is who they are, coach. It, may, it might be. I mean, I we're the, we're the playmakers on offense. They lose two of their best playmakers on defense and yes. Gonzalez and Judon. And right now, there's not to be a creativity within that coaching staff. You'd be knocking over some water coolers, huh? I'd not be very happy. I'm still trying to figure out who this Judon person is. I think Matthew Judon plays for the Patriots, but or at least he he did. Right now he's injured. For Wasn't the there remainder. a caller who also called him Juden? We've had a Juden and a Judon. It's Matt Judon, not Judon. The emphasis of that was inappropriate. Jeez, people, come on, get it together. Come on, Coach Cower, chin up, man. It's the Six Rings and Football Things post game show here on Boston Sports Original, 93.7 FM, WEI, WEI.com, Odyssey app, and so much more. If you happen to miss the first two hours of the post game show today, we've had some robust dialogues and engagements with some fans. Comedian Greg Fitzsimmons called in today to share a story of a child being paid $100 to run shirtless through the aisles to entertain the fans because things got so bad at the stadium. Apparently, I stiffed somebody a handshake on the Jumbotron. Human sacrifice. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. You're not going to want to miss it. But, of course, you could also subscribe to any of our programs or the hourly breakdowns of our shows here at WEEI and the Six Rings and Football Things podcast. Would love to have you. Oh, what a week we shall have, Andy. And, of course, this will be up in just hours in case you want to pass it along to your friends. But we've got another action-packed hour and a half coming your way with so many callers. Christian Fourier. Or as Andy accidentally dubbed him on his energy drink high moments ago, Christian Forio. He fused Mike Florio and Christian Fourier together into a supreme football human being. Which is not cool because I really like Christian Fourier and I really dislike Mike Florio. Yes, I know you do. You're not a huge fan of him or crapsheet as you like to call him in report port. I like good people. 
these are not terrible people. All right, your raised eyebrow there tells me a different story altogether. Let's not get blacklisted from their shows or having them as guests anytime soon, shall we? Back to the phones we go, Andy. We are trying to figure out, folks. There's no one person that you can blame. There is no, oh, Wayne, oh, I was taking your call, guy, for goodness sakes. Bye, Wayne. Wayne in South Boston called back. There's that a was line open for time. somebody else. Ah, well, that's too bad. Well, from one legacy caller here at the station to another who is highly opinionated and usually rather energized, Danny in Quincy. Danny, where do you where do you want to go with this one? I mean, it's just it's who's well, not to I mean, blame. One, who's not to blame? The the only the only time Billy O'Brien's name has been brought up is when Andy Hardo Heartless said he is far down on the list as part of being part of the problem. He's the yes. offensive coordinator. Yep. He gets paid to coordinate the offense. Yeah. He's paid to coach, mentor, and teach the quarterback that he's familiar with. Design schemes to benefit the offense. What schemes I, benefit oh, an offense? Five, Wait, whoa, 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 Danny. What schemes benefit an offense that the line stinks, the receivers stink, and the quarterback stinks? First of all, uh, the Saints were in a lot of zone. It's his job to create some motion, put some uh, couple of overload the uh, one side of the line of scrimmage off the other, open up some space in zone. Third and two, he throws a deep left pass on the first on their first possession. Third and two, that was wide open. First down, that was wide open, Danny. It was it was wide open. It was wide open. An NFL quarterback has to hit that pass. It was wide open. People would be. T- did you pot him down so we don't have to listen to his idiocy? Because I appreciate that if you did, Joe. You're getting an extra little something, something in the Christmas bag. <laughs> um, like so now we're going to criticize the offensive coordinator for getting somebody wide open, twenty yards downfield. Not the quarterback for missing the wide open receiver, twenty yards downfield. Okay, pot, Qu- pot Quincy back up. Let's go, Quincy. The play calling was terrible. Left okay. and right calls. They strung out the defense. This is. <clears throat> Excuse me, the left and right D. So the Billy O'Brien is the biggest problem with this he team, threw, right? He threw, Danny, Danny, he threw his first Danny, over the middle pass. Danny, is Billy days. O'Brien the biggest problem with this team right now? I didn't say he was the biggest problem. Okay, so let's go in order. The whole show. No, people have we've talked said, about him. I said he's no, not part of the solution. I've crit- the he, I believe he's far down on the list. I believe if they had equitable talent at offensive line and at the receiver position and maybe at quarterback, because right now, Mac Jones is not an NFL quarterback. He's broken. He cannot do the job. 50% of Mac Jones' interceptions and bad throws have come with protection. Don't give me the crap that he's okay. under pressure on every play. He's, he's not in tune. He, what about the pitch out to, to Stevenson? Was a that terrible was a play. pitch out by the quarterback. I know. Which, so, so you just made two examples of plays that should have been massive plays that the quarterback missed. A wide-open throw 20 yards downfield that would have changed the complexion of the game via the butterfly effect, and then a massive play where CBS was raving, oh, man, if he completes this pitch, he's scoring. This is a huge play. Both of those were screwed up by who? You're handing off. You're handing Both off. of those were screwed up by who? You're handing Billy off O'Brien? And right. Do you and not listen, or do you just not it's answer? A two-fold, it's a two-fold problem. No, it's the a one-fold problem. The quarterback he's cannot make the decisions. plays. The qu- I mean, no, those aren't bad decisions. He made the right decision. He just couldn't do the job. He missed Hunter Henry wide open, and he missed a Andy, pitch to a running back in the backfield. He's are you broken. Tell me the, 
Billy O'Brien deserves no blame at all in this. He was brought Didn't in say to that, Danny, but you're, you just enumerated was, two plays that he drew up perfectly that the quarterback missed. In the NFL, when you miss plays that are there, you regret it. And Mac Jones is missing plays. Not just the mistakes on the turnovers and the interceptions and the scoring plays. Thanks for the call, Danny. We've had enough. All right. We brought up Bill O'Brien as part of the problem, but Danny just said it perfectly. You just put what you did was when you brought up when we were running through our litany or pecking order, if you will, the ladder, the totem pole of problems. I think we agreed that Bill O'Brien is down the ladder, if you will, yes. of problems. And Danny just gave me two examples of plays that Bill O'Brien schemed up that were wide open, that were big plays that Mac missed. And I'm sorry. Everybody was rolling their eyes. Oh, we're lining up for the tush push again. We can't do that. Max sucks at it. Boom, pitch. Ramondre should be going down the sideline for... Oh, he's diving back to try to dive on the fumble. Oh, the other team has it. Like, I didn't say Billy O'Brien's done a great job, because he has not. No. But guess what? If you hit those two plays, the ones that Danny chose, not me, Danny chose those plays to somehow make some sort of a point about the offense and the playmaking and the blame, if Mac Jones hits those two plays, is this a different game? Likely so. Okay. No or a slightly different game. No further. No, no. I think a dramatically different game. If he hits that, th- that was the first drive of the game. True. Big play. You're first talking drive? about that Hunter Henry. Yes. Seat. That was a tough throw, though. Absolutely like, not. That's what dropping it in the bucket between two defenders, thirty yards downfield and, to Hunter Henry. First of all, it wasn't thirty yards downfield. It's twenty-five. It was Twenty something. And uh, close to thirty. I will find some. Let's see. There's three hundred. Uh, I'll find a hundred high school quarterbacks in the state of Massachusetts that make that throw. Okay. So now we're back to its maybe seventy-five. It's absolutely Matt's fault. Well, you that, can't miss that throw. No, that throw is overall. See, everyone needs a villain, Andy. You everyone can't miss needs that number, throw, and it changes the game. Pin the blame to. Do you believe in the butterfly effect? Of course I do. If Sliding he catches doors, that, all that jazz. What do you think the emotion is at Gillette Stadium if he catches that and they're moving down the field and maybe they score? Like I have no idea where this game goes. That's on Mac Jones, and the pitch is on Mac Jones. It's overcoming, not on Bill O'Brien. Overcoming slow starts, turnovers, no, self-causing wounds. slow starts. You yes, missed ca- a wide open saying, receiver. They can't Overcome slow starts. They Make a play. You're a first-round quarterback. You're supposed to be a franchise quarterback. I'm sorry. Make a play. And that wasn't pressure. That wasn't anything. That was missed the damn throw. Can't happen. Yeah, it was. You the, got The ones that are there, you got to take. Because guess what? The defense is going to prevent you from getting some mm-hmm. with pressure, with coverage, with nice plays. You can't miss the ones that are there for the taking. I just tweeted out moments ago, at Fitzy GFY, one of the platforms you can engage with us here all week long on the podcast and, of course, on the Six Rings postgame show, a screen cap from our pal Michael Hurley from CBS Boston, a photograph of what Mac Jones (laughs) was dealing with on a play. I'll show it to you right here, Andy. Um, 1.3 seconds after the snap, that's how far back the oh, two yeah. pass rushers had gotten past the tackles. And there were two of those in a three-play span yes. in, that, in that, that point. Again, Mac Jones has not played well enough to acquit himself of some of the criticisms or many of the criticisms from you, from me, from anyone who watches, reports on, or loves this football team. But he, again, is still not the top problem, nor is the guy calling plays from him. It is... It, <laughs> You can start with the line, but who put the line together? Who's coaching the line? Who's calling the plays or trying to run the plays behind Peter the line? Peter and Clem, at some point, we have to we say, gotta wonder what's he's going not on. making chicken salad. No, he's not. 
Like, we all got excited. Oh, they actually have a, an offensive line coach. Ooh, they paid him money. They outbid him. They gave him a million plus. They lured him in. He played for Dante. He's got some of the Midas touch. The sauce of Dante is on him, and boom! Oh, I don't remember nothing. reading that story when I was in high school, but I'll have to go back and check your library. The sauce of Dante? Yeah, it was the sequel to Dante's Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> Which is where we all are right now without the greatest offensive line coach. I like what we did there. Nice work. 617-779-7937. There's your telephone number. When we come back, Christian Fourier, not Christian Forio, will join the program as well. I promise we're going to get to you, Wayne. Yes, Bob. Yes, Matt. Yes, Chuck. All you guys. We'll get to you guys as well. We'll squeeze you in some before, some after Fourier. But first, let's catch you up on all the other scores in this week five of the NFL and beyond with producer Joe Braverman trending now. Plain and simply, we got to find a way to, you know, play and coach better than that. And so, let's go and do start all over and um, get back on a better track than we're on right now. So, you know, slow start, and I just couldn't, you know, could never really get the game under control. Hello. Phones will be dealt with momentarily. We will get to all of you frustrated Foxborough football fans in just moments. But right now, joining us on the Harbor One Hotline, he is part of the WEEI football talking and general sports analysis family. Someone who has been on both sides of the aisle with Bill Belichick in commiseration and celebration. He's been there for the joy and the wrath and the ire as well. On the Harbor One hotline right now, the one and the only Christian Fourier joins the show. And Christian, I know you experienced a shutout of over <laughs> four touchdowns once yourself, 2003, to start the season in Buffalo. Um, but oh, yeah. Have, have you, I mean, this is as bad as I remember it since before Belichick or Brady ever came to town. Honest to God. I, I just don't remember. Yeah, no, a, no, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so I've been doing... Um, uh, there's obviously like there's there, there's my own like playing career where you know listen I can tell you story after story when I was with the Seahawks how bad we were this I always used to laugh about like people here in New England like how because I knew how good they had it and I don't mm-hmm. think people really realized because you know eight and eight nine and seven seven and nine like that was us every single year you know but as far as like how bad it's gotten. So I've been doing that post game show and pre and post game show for CBS. Mm-hmm. And today we were doing the post game show and two things stood out to me that were like, Holy crap. The player of the game was pop Douglas with one catch. <laughs> uh, At least you have one. Was, I'm going to give it to the referee yeah. who blew the whistle at the end of the game again. No, but check this out. This is this, 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 this little nugget is, is the biggest sign of how far and how bad it is. The drive of the game was the other team. The other team, the Saints, had the drive of the game. I've been doing this show for 12 years, okay? And, we, and we've always been able to find a drive of the game that led to points. They, we couldn't find one. We couldn't even make one up. So we had to use the, uh, the Saints' drive to Alave, okay? That's, that, to me, is massively pathetic. Like, I, I can't I, – words – I don't even have words to describe it. You're telling me it was so bad – that we they didn't even just it's a sponsored segment so they had to use it right so like just make up anything right. do something else that failed no they they took the the Saints drive of the game which to me isn't like wow that's never happened before and we also have to put that in perspective in New Orleans they were calling for their offensive coordinator to be fired this week the Saints didn't come in yeah. rolling as some great offense mm-hmm. even though they do have stars and talent Christian uh, Bill Belichick said uh, start over 
He said they have to start over this week. When asked what that meant, he simply repeated himself and said, start over. Uh, what does start over mean? <laughs> That's so funny. It's just like he's just – these press conferences are next level, aren't they? It's like – they're, they're great when you it's like okay so st- okay now so conditioning run back. do they have the conditioning run tomorrow physicals yeah Is yeah, that yeah. Like start yeah the over? conditioning run they're gonna start they, they're gonna start in shells and uh you know they work their way up are open to the public yep practices are open to the public uh, we're aggression are going to do our show oh, nice. overlooking the field yeah. um yeah so we're gonna do all this stuff so no it is legitimately it's so funny like when you lose and you constantly lose you know, you're just hoping to stabilize the situation. You just need one win. Mm-hmm. So you literally show up to work, and delusion is part of the therapy. Delusion, you just, nope, never happened. We're, hey, we're starting over. That game doesn't matter. <laughs> it's, the same thing they, it's the same thing they tell themselves when they win, right? Oh, on to, you know, we're, we're, that's, that was yesterday. So they're using the same, like, you know, mentality, but now it's with losses. Does it work? That's the kind of the funny things. Well, it does. Because I try that it with is. my wife. I go to bed and we don't talk and we have a big fight. And I try to wake up the next morning like nothing happened and it usually doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, you I know, don't right? say. It <laughs> yeah, it is funny, though. Like, it, it doesn't work in every situation. But I will say, <laughs> uh, you don't have a choice. Like, honestly, think about it. And I rip these guys for saying the same thing over and over again. But what would people like them to say? Or how would they like them to act? Do people want them to yell and scream? Do people like that want them to say, dude, we don't, I don't have a freaking clue what's going on. And I don't know how to fix it. Like, no. what do people want to hear? I because think, I you think know they, what it I is, Christian? have any recourse. No, I know. And listen, there are plenty of uh, friends of mine, you know, some who have dabbled in media, others who are just lifelong fans of the Foxborough football squad who'd say they don't give a, a good old-fashioned blankety-blank how Belichick composes himself, what he has to say, no pound of verbal flesh, if you will, will make them feel better or worse about what they've watched or their particular fa- brand of fandom. But I think there is a certain section of Pats fans that at this point, g- given the way Belichick has handled himself both in victory and defeat in the high times and now these new bottomed-out or have we even bottomed-out lows, would like just a modicum of apology or humility or whatever. And you, you me, and Andy nope. can then turn around and go like, you ain't getting it. You haven't gotten it before. So nope. why, do you, why do you possibly think that nope. you're going to get it now? It's not coming anytime soon. No chance, nope. no it way, isn't. no how. And the other thing I thought was funny is um, like – the game, the fans left pretty early. Mm, yeah, you know they how they have like the whole like you know talk, talking about resetting. It's like you know it felt like you know the Foxborough, the you know Fox like in this, the city of the town of Foxborough. We get to go to the games is like one of those scrimmages that they allow all, every, all the town folk and the season ticket holders to go to. Mm-hmm. Like that's what this. That's what it was all like sparsely you know set up and like it was like a lot of blue seats, a lot of red seats. Like nobody was there. The whole fourth quarter was just like okay, get this thing over with. It felt like a you know, the last preseason game in August, that's they, and I just feel like it is like amazing, like how bad it is. It's almost kind of comical. Like there's nothing works, nothing works. Nope. Special teams sucks. Like every decision is like, holy crap. I can't believe we thought this was a good idea. The quarterbacks both suck. They both suck. Mm-hmm. The offensive line is horrendous. The backs, which I thought were good, they suck because the line sucks and defense without any leadership like they suck. I, I I mean, it is I don't even know what to say. Like to be honest with you, I'm like, get ready for a long freaking season because the the one thing that is right, nobody is coming to save them. Like nobody. Right. Like they are going to die on the vine. So what does that even mean? 
it means resetting every single week. It's like um, it's like uh, you ever seen that movie Memento, whatever that yep. was, with the guy yep. that like lost yep. his memory like every thirty seconds. That's really what they have to be. Yeah, it just got to just well, I, what what happened? Well, maybe well, Max should never sti- knew it. Maybe Max should stitch the, have the uh, playbook tattooed to his body so he doesn't forget it going forward. Well, I think he yeah. knows the play. I he just can't thing- hit it. I think I don't know what his problem is. He's broken. I don't know, like he literally he yeah. And now uh, we throw that around like it's no big deal, yeah, he's but broken. he is. Yeah. He is. He's he's and it's like when did he become Zach Wilson? When did he become the guy that other teams can't wait to play against? Like like other teams whose radio stations cover the team, so they go, oh, we're going to get a couple interceptions. We'll get some extra. You know, you know he's going to give you one. Yeah. Like that's what we would say. We know we know Zach's going to give us a couple. He's going to give us a couple opportunities. That pitch to Ramondre to was it Ramondre Stevenson on yep. fourth and one or third yep. and one? I can't even tell you how unbelievably pathetically bad that was. Even for me having a sympathetic heart, you know, for him, it's like, dude, how how stupid are you? Like it's gone past like empathy to just anger and contempt for him. Uh, the problem is they have now become you know that phrase we throw around like get right game. They have become the get yeah. right game for other teams. Yep. The Cowboys got right, the Saints got right, and We're the other doormat at this. Oh, point absolutely! Now? You're a get right team. Yep. You, oh, pe- people want to face you now. Um, but Christian, the problem with your theory about like the weekly reset, the memento, that whole thing, I don't think that works at the executive level. And you referenced it a week ago. Robert Kraft sat in Jerry Jones' house and watched his team get embarrassed. This mm-hmm. week, he sat in his own house, watched his team get embarrassed, and then watched taillights leaving Gillette Stadium at halftime and empty oh, seats. Lots, lots. How the hell is this resonating within the uh, executive level at Gillette Stadium and the craft offices? To me, I think it's like I said, like if they start, if they're 0-3, everything is on the table. There's not going to be a, a hot take that I won't take seriously. And then they won a game, so then they were like 1-3. Yeah. And I think 1-4 is just as bad as 0-3. It's to say, it's, that's, that is the 0-3 like that we're talking about. And now you have what three years in a row that you were starting one and three. Now you're one and four. Yep. I don't think you can, like, I would never think that bill would be nervous for his job or he would ever give a crap. But I do think there is some point like, Holy crap. Even I can't run from this. Yeah. Right? I, mean, I can't explain it away. It's three years of like, since Brady left and mm-hmm. this is the product. And it's not like people were in the stands. Like when I was doing the post game show, it was like, Oh, that was a tough loss. And I'm like, I don't think that a tough loss to me is like, hey, you know, like you're, you know, it's a close game and, you know, you you get stuffed at the, at the, at the goal line or, you know, the the pass gets broken up or whatever. That's a tough loss. This was like, this is just a bad loss. Like there's nothing redeeming about it. Like there's nothing you could be like, well, you know, we're, we're going to build on this. They have no foundation to build on. So I don't think it's going to get any better. Okay, so every, everything's on the table. And I agree with you. I said it to Fitzy earlier. I used to mock people for various things. Oh, play Malik Cunningham, do this, switch quarterbacks. I don't care. Whatever your idea is, it's on the table because their ideas all suck too. Their ideas aren't working on a weekly basis. So we'll take all comers, all calls, all texts, all ideas. In that vein, I don't believe Robert will ever fire Bill midseason. I just don't see it. I, I, I can't envision it. Do you think Bill would ever, Do you think Bill would ever resign? No, I mean, no, I mean, I, but I'm saying this like, mm-hmm. but I, I do believe it can get worse. Who thinks they're going to beat the Raiders? Like what part of you thinks they can go on the, not you, but generally like what part of a game do we think they can go on the road and, and beat the Raiders? 
the thing is, like, even the crappy teams, like you said, they're a get-right team. So the cra- they struggle with the crappy teams. Like, if they have to play a clean, perfect game against crappy teams and then hope that they play a clean, uh, unbelievably safe game against the great teams and then they give you four interceptions, right? That's the way you beat the good teams. The crappy teams get four turnovers. How do we lose to that crappy team? Well, we gave them 14 points, uh, you know, non-offensive touchdowns, and we gave them two extra plays, and we missed a field goal, and, you know, we lost, you know, by one. Like, that's the Patriots. That's who they are now. Yeah. It's not going to get any better. No, it's not, and I've I've asked aloud to the audience, to Andy, to anyone with an earshot, who is the one person that you could pin your hopes to? Who is the one guy? Who's the talented player? Who's the stud, the tent pole that's going to lead the turnaround that you can build whatever the next iteration of the franchise is? Tom Christian. Brady! I'd take him right now. He can't with, own the Raiders, right? That got blown up. He can't own the Raiders, so this week he'll show up in a Patriot oh uniform. Honestly, like, and then when you say, Christian, I, you know, we're not trying to, like, poke and prod the bear that is the audience or Pats fans, and they're angry and ornery right now when we say... You know, show me how the Pats will beat the Raiders next week. Even if though the Raiders are a mess in and of themselves as well, they've got talented players on offense. They're off, their lines aren't as banged up as the Patriots. Max Crosby is probably going to be living in the backfield the entire like Oh my god. There's a legitimate reason to wonder aloud now how the Patriots are going to win two or three more games the rest of the way. And it's just it's just so damn disappointing because they kept telling us these are the right guys. This is what we need. You know, I know they get paid for this. We don't, obviously. They know better than us. But when you go from making the decision to let Brady go all the way through, trying through Cam and not resetting the organization then and continuing to issue other people's advice in favor of what you think is best in the building and you end up with this, change needs to come, dude. It really needs to come to Tombstone. Well, yeah, and and I think, like, if if I was, like, to use, like, you know, like the, like the seven stages of grief or whatever it is, five stages. I forget how many stages seven. there are. I guess it depends on how bad. Seven. Is there seven? This one's like going to take anger, ten. Denial, yeah. right? There's there's angle, there's Drugs, denial, there's alcohol. whatever. <laughs> Rage, like, but the last one, is, yeah, all of those. Okay, the last one is acceptance. I'm at I'm at acceptance. Mm. I'm with I'm like this is just the way it is. How do you scrape some wins together? You know, how do you like how do you just how do you do it? And I don't. I just don't see any. It, there's that, and the. I think the other thing that really was surprising, what how was well, just how, and maybe it was a turnover, pick six again, that took the air out of the stadium and the air of the team. Uh, you can tell that they know it too. Like being on crappy teams, you you know when you have a chance and you know you don't. Like just nothing works. You're just reserved to the fact that, like, this team's going to beat you eventually. Like, you're going to do something stupid, and they're going to benefit from it. You know, you're going to be on the goal line, and you're going to fumble it away. Like, that is, that is like, who they are. I just, there was no energy. There was no nothing. Nope. It was, like, stale. Like, nobody, everybody was, like, individuals. Nobody was helping anybody out off the ground. It was just like, I'm going to take care of me. My bags are packed. The car's running in the parking lot. I already got my off-season trip planned. You guys have a good off-season. When, when I used to be on those really crappy teams, and I was on a lot of them, we used to sit there like in like in like October. like We knew we were out of it, and after every loss, we would just say, have a good off-season. Like in October, oh. hey, have oh. a good off-season, even though we still had six games left. Because we just, if you don't have a sense of humor about it, you'll be you'll be angry the whole time, well, all the time. Good, 
Good news is, Christian, I heard Joe Judge has some new hoodies that he just had printed up. On the back, they say, uh, we're not tanking, we just suck. <laughs> That's what we should do. Let's what. make them, Andy. Let's make them. I like hoodies. Oh, my God. I think they should. What is the, what is the slogan this week? Every yeah. week there's another stupid slogan. Yeah, this week it's we're, yeah. week. we're not tanking, it's, we're not tanking. we just suck. Yep. We're not tanking, I'll, I'll, we just wait, suck. Are you a double X? I'll send you one. Yeah, I think it was the great Vince Lombardi that once said, uh, "Slogans win championships." I think that's what he said. Something, <laughs> I think so to too. Effect. I think. I what think the hell's going on out there? I think, I, 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 he also said, "What the hell is going on out here?" It's on his plaque in Canton. All right, you're the best, buddy. We'll be tuned in tomorrow, ten a to two p. Can't wait to hear what Hunter right, Henry boys. has to say. Everybody else, Christian Fourier from the Gresham Fourier program right, here at WEI on Harbor One. Good night, buddy. Take care of yourself. And please pour an extra tequila for me. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven rifling through the calls when we come back and then in the final hour i guess i guess andy has a thumbs up and thumbs down spoiler alert there's no thumbs up and the cars for kids player of the game are you not entertained which will also be either someone from new orleans or the referee referee who blew the final whistle uh this is the last home stretch here on the six rings post game show on wei as promised back to the phones we go here on the six rings post game show with fitzy and hart on boston sports original wei you guys have been very patient, holding on for a while. I promise we're going to get to you. Let's have you guys unload and get the therapy session back underway. Our old pal, Wayne's in Southie. Wayne-o! Wayne-o! What's up, Fitzin? What's up, Andy? I am really upset, so let me get this. I got three things. I'm not going to go crazy like Danny. I love Danny, but Danny, you know, he gets he's like me. That's why I love him. He's, he, he's so aggravated right now. But I'm going to tell you, and I don't care what, let me say my three points, what's going on right now. Mac is shook. I don't know why he's shook. I don't know what happened to him. All I know is that's not the Mac we had in the first, when we first got him. Every year, he's progressing worse and worse. He has to be either let go or put on the bench for a couple of weeks and let him come back to who he is because he is not playing NFL football right now. He's throwing the ball every which way he goes. He looks scared. I don't know. Maybe when he got hit on that um, first year, when he got hit in the knee and he seen that he was going to be out for a while and they're going to take my jaw. That's what I'm saying by shook. He seems like he's a little shook. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, Pitching? sir. That's exactly he, like Andy keeps saying. It's like he's broken right now, Wayne. He is. He's right. Andy's one thousand percent right. Yeah. Okay. He's messed up. Good first point, point Wayne. Point, point number two. Point number two. Whatever is going on with Bill and the other the two Bills, they better get their stuff together too. Because for some reason, why wouldn't Bill put out? You know what I mean? Take Mac out when, he, when you could tell he was all over the place. He was scattered. We, well, again, last week we lost by what? 28. This week we lost by what? 29? I mean, they're going down oh, and they're going, they keep going down. So they've got to take Mac out. And I like the kid Malik Cunningham. I've been saying it. He's a running quarterback. He can, you know what I mean? Just put him out there for a couple of games and see what you get. And then let Max sit over on the bench knowing that, well, I really do, you know what I mean? I got to get my stuff back together. Wow. Because I don't That's think after this year, I think it's over, 50. I think oh, they're going to trade him. They're definitely going to trade him. Yeah, no, this is this is the end of the run, whether in, in success, failure, or whatever the rest of the way for Mac Jones. I, I'm with you. Was it a run? Is it, era, a is it really an era? Is it, It's an interim or a period? Years, right? A trip? Yeah, three. A trip. Stint. I like trips. It was three, three years, right? Right, Fitz? Uh, yep. All right, and point number three, Wayno. And point number three, 
What is going on with the owner? He doesn't seem to care. He just keeps giving it back to Belichick and telling him, no, no, he should put his foot down and say, listen, I'm tired of this. This is not who we are, the New England Patriots. I've been watching the Patriots since I was – I'm 52, and I've been watching since I was five. 20 years, we had not everybody laughed at me. I used to wear the coat. Everybody would laugh at me. I said, you watch. One day it's going to happen. And then, of course, Brady. Who's getting a good laugh right now? Brady. Oh, boy, is he getting a good laugh. He's like, yep, see, you could have had me for two four more years, and I would have got you two more Super Bowls. But, no, something about Kraft and um, Belichick and all of them together, they didn't, for some reason, they didn't want him staying there anymore. And I thought that was a stupid thing. They should have always kept Brady. Brady was their whole franchise. I know, Wayno. I know, Wayno. Hey, listen, you were on hold for a while. You were very patient. I appreciate that, Wayno. Thanks for bringing the heat and the passion. Uh, have a great week. God bless and go Pats. Matt in Rhode Island. Matt, what you got, buddy? Hey, what's up, guys? So as, as embarrassing as the play was on the field, I, I got to tell you, Belichick in his post game, he, he showed no respect for professionals, and, and that's and that's as, as embarrassing as it, you know as it gets for me. It's like, oh, you're only nice to be when you beat the Jets. Well, guess what? You got to wait a couple more weeks, I guess, for that. So you know, going forward, and, and well, that said, I know a guy who lives out in Marshall's Vineyard who's had many interactions and says he's the nicest guy in the world. But stop being a pendulum child, for Christ's sake. It really is embarrassing. Now, on the field, um, Hart, you alluded to it. Yeah. I mean, is anyone surprised? I mean, when your team is presently constructed like this, hey, I got news for you. Look out below because we got a lot of games left and a lot of games versus great, you know, at least good teams, much better than you, talent-wise. And let me just leave you on this. As many mistakes as there has been in the drafts, and there's been many, it's not perfect science, I want this to be an inflection point because when you're doing what's best for the team, you guys have followed the team forever. When have you ever signed a free agent at a position like wide receiver coming off a of surgery and whatnot? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just I'm not making I'm not being flippant when I say you know he's lost it. Like you've lost touch with what's going on. You're not putting your due diligence. Due diligence. I've been saying this, and you know this is what you get. It's, it's not a surprise. It's a professional sports. No one's feeling sorry for you. They're just circling you on the calendar. Yeah. Thanks. Hey, that's a great call, Matt. Absolutely. When do you sign? That's another slogan for a shirt. No one's feeling sorry for us. They're just circling us on the calendar. Okay, you got to write these one down. That's a good one. No one. I mean, you know, good in a Joe Judge kind of way. Not really good. for us. They're just circling us. On the calendar. Okay, and yours was? We're not tanking. We're we not, just suck. We're not tanking. <laughs> We just uh, maybe we'll put up a poll. What should be the next sweatshirt? I like that one. That's my preference. No, we're not tanking. We're not tanking. We just suck. The six rings po- post game uh, sub uh, subheader. The truth is never mean. Nope. And these are all couched in quick ver- uh, very toss, my friend. Yes. Quick Twitter note from our friend Zach Cox over at Nesson. Yes, he does. Zach Good does news. a fine job. Okay, it can't get worse. You know how I know that? How? Because as Zach notes out, Patriots points scored this season, week one twenty. Week two, 17. Week three, 15. Week four, three. Week five, zero. You can't score negative points in an NFL game. So it can go if, no lower. But if one team could do it, if one team could dare, no. if not deign to low. try, we're that low. How would that even happen? How do you get uh, negative points? You can't. So we've bottomed out. It's good to know. It's uh, all up from here. Greg Bedard baby. wants everyone to know, as I sort of had my fun earlier with Bill Belichick's press conference today. Yeah. 
Which, um, you know, he's been doing for 25 years, and most oh, of you thought it was to, funny for 20. Wait, I missed that, care. Bill. What was it you were going to do I, for next week? I'm just going to uh, This was peak indecipherable Belichick. In case anyone was wondering, says Bedard, none of us could hear Belichick's responses today in the room, especially if he answered while we were talking. After he put the NFL mic down, it made it very difficult to ask follow-ups. Well, he's done that for years, too. Bill's doing nothing. I give him one thing. He's consistent. He's done this for 25 years, as he notes. You people ate it up for 21 of them. Last four, you haven't liked it so much. Oh, what no, changed? No, we haven't. You're oh, starting winning. to get... Here's a good... Uh, um, <laughs> at plain underscore Pats. The Patriots only need a quarterback, an offensive line, a long snapper, a kicker, two to three wide receivers. Other than that, they're a great team. I think they could use a little help on defense, too. Yeah, they probably could use a How more... How many turnovers have they forced? Line? Not many. Someone's calling to answer my question. This is the turnover hotline. (laughs) Or maybe my son's friend wants to play uh, Fortnite with him right now, and I forgot to turn the volume down. And all all the FaceTimes coming. Honestly, wouldn't you rather be playing Fortnite right now and just drinking a Mountain Dew than taking all these angry calls? All right, one more before the break. Chuck! What's up, Chuck? Hey, what's up, boys? How are you? Hey, thanks for taking my call. So I got a... My two points are, I think there's somebody at fault, and I think there's someone who's the biggest issue. I think the origin of everything, it goes back to Belichick. Uh, you know, his handprints are, you know, or his fingerprints are all over the team, obviously. Uh, I get it. You can't really have much of a backup plan for the greatest of all time, leaving your franchise. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, the results at quarterback have not been great. Uh, the offensive line, I feel like he has just really picked and choose and tried to, nickel and dime his way into making a decent offensive line, which has, you know, turned out horrendous. Um, and, I mean, letting a guy that's proven himself on the team and in the system with Jacoby Myers letting him go, I mean, you know, compared to Juju Smith-Schuster, I mean, he's, you know, it, it's unbelievable when he gets one catch a game. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think, uh, you know, Bill's ultimately at fault for all this, but I think the biggest problem, and I feel bad for saying it, but it's, you know, I think it's Mac Jones, and I don't know why I'm mixing them up, but it was either Hart or Wiggy said this one time, all right, so you need to have an offensive line for him to be good. Well, you need to have good weapons as well, good running backs. Oh, yeah, and you need a good offensive coordinator. I mean, you know, I know the offensive right. line is kind of in shambles right now, but the 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 weapons are, are decent. They're solid, and no, they're we not. have a good offense. No, whoa, whoa, whoa. They're, they're not. Juju stinks. Parker stinks. Nobody does anything. The only one who's made any impact plays is Demario Douglas, and he breaks every time. Well, here, here's what I'll say. I feel like they should at least be a normal bad offense and score like 14 points a game. That's true. They're averaging 11. So they're not even a normal bad offense. They're just they're, they're a step below that. And, I mean, the, the only other next step is, like you said, going negative points. But – you know, I, and, and the last thing is, it's just been so uninspired. The, I, I looked at my dad, you know, five minutes into the second quarter, and I said, I know there's a lot of time for them to turn this game around, but I, I think we know where this game is going. Like, the, yep. it, they're not going to come back. The, this game was going that way. You know, it's just frustrating, and, you know, I feel like they're going to force me to start drinking during the day like I'm a 1950s housewife or something like that. <laughs> Okay, that's our next uh, Chuck. You just gave us a new sweatshirt slogan, the Patriots, forcing me to drink <laughs> during the day like I'm a 1950s housewife. Oh, Thanks for the call, Chuck. Strong Manhattan. Yeah. Oh, man, I could go for one right now. Thank you, you buddy. Appreciate you. I should not. I have, a, I have a long radio. 
It's not about that. I just have a long drive home. 617-779-7937 is your number. Clean up the calls. We'll get uh, we'll get to Andy Hart's thumbs down. There are no thumbs up. No player of the game, and we'll wrap this up at 725, at which point we throw it to Westwood One's coverage of Sunday Night Football. Hopefully, at least, we'll be able to enjoy Cowboys at the Niners later on tonight. This is the Six Rings Post Game Show live on Boston Sports Original, WEI.